0: By leading the German at the Newport Casino for three consecutive seasons, and even in London was well known as an excellent dancer. Gardenias and the peerage were his only weaknesses. Otherwise, he was extremely sensible. Miss Virginia E. Otis was a little girl of fifteen, lithe and lovely as a fawn, and with a fine freedom in her large blue eyes. She was a wonderful Amazon and had once raced old Lord Bilton on her pony twice round the park winning by a length and a half, just in front of the Achilles statue, to the huge delight of the young Duke of Cheshire, who proposed to her on the spot, and was sent back to Eton that very night by his guardians in a flood of tears. After Virginia came the twins, who were usually called the Star and Stripes, as they were always getting swished. They were delightful boys, and with the exception of the worthy minister, the only true Republicans in the family. As canterville Chase is seven miles from ascot the nearest railway station, mr otis had telegraphed for a wagonette to meet them and they started on their drive in high spirits it was a lovely july evening and the air was delicate with the scents of the pine woods now and then they heard the wood-pigeon brooding over its own sweet voice or saw deep in the rustling fern the burnished breast of the pheasant little squirrels peered at them from the beech trees as they went by and the rabbits scuttled away through the bushwood and over the mossy knolls, with their white tails in the air. As they entered the avenue of Canterville Chase, however, the sky became suddenly overcast with clouds. Curious stillness seemed to hold the atmosphere. A great flight of rooks passed silently over their heads, and before they reached the house some big drops of rain had fallen. Standing on the steps to receive them was an old woman, neatly dressed in black silk with a white cap and apron, This was Mrs. Umney, the housekeeper, whom Mrs. Otis, at Lady Chancellorsville's earnest request, had consented to keep in her former position. She made them each a low curtsy as they alighted, and said in a quaint old-fashioned manner, "'I bid you welcome to Canterville Chase.' Following her, they passed through the fine Tudor Hall into the library, a long low room, panelled in black oak, at the end of which was a large stained-glass window, Here they found tea laid out for them, and after taking off the wraps, they sat down and began to look around, while Mrs. Umney waited on them. Suddenly Miss Otis caught sight of a dull red stain on the floor just by the fireplace, and, quite unconscious of what it really signified, said to Mrs. Umney, "'I'm afraid something has been spilt there.' "'Yes, madam,' replied the old housekeeper in a low voice. "'Blood has been spilt on that spot.' "'How horrid!' cried Mrs. Otis, I don't at all care for blood-stains in a sitting-room. It must be removed at once. The old woman smiled and answered in the same low mysterious voice, It's the blood of Lady Eleanor de Canterville, who was murdered on that very spot by her own husband, Sir Simon de Canterville, in 1575. Sir Simon survived her nine years and disappeared suddenly under very mysterious circumstances.' His body has never been discovered, but his guilty spirit still haunts the chase. The blood-stain has been much admired by tourists and others, and cannot be removed. "'That is all nonsense!' cried Washington Otis. "'Pinkerton's champion stain-remover and paragon detergent will clean it up in no time.' And before the terrified housekeeper could interfere, he had fallen upon his knees and was rapidly scouring the floor with a small stick of what looked like a black cosmetic." In a few moments no trace of the blood stain could be seen. I knew Pinkerton would do it, he exclaimed triumphantly, as he looked round at his admiring family. But no sooner had he said these words than a terrible flash of lightning lit up the somber room. A fearful peal of thunder made them all start to their feet, and Mrs. Umley fainted. What a monstrous climate, said the American minister calmly as he lit a long cheroot. "'I guess the old country is so overpopulated that they have not enough decent weather for everybody. I have always been of opinion that immigration is the only thing for England.' "'My dear Hiram,' cried Mrs. Otis, "'what can we do with a woman who faints?' "'Charge it to her, like breakages,' answered the minister. "'She won't faint after that. And in a few moments Mrs. Omley certainly came to.' there was no doubt however that she was extremely upset and she sternly warned mr otis to beware of some trouble coming to the house i have seen things with my own eyes sir she said that would make any christian's hair stand on end and many and many